Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. Scary moments on a United Airlines flight from Maui come to light almost two months after it happened. Casey Lund has lied with new information on a plane's sudden plunge toward the ocean. Another unidentified object has been blasted out of the skies over the U.S. and Canada. That makes four total now in eight days. The latest on the mysterious incidents unfolding in the airspace over the United States. Big changes for security checkpoints at Honolulu's airport, where people will soon be going through TSA when catching a Hawaiian Airlines flight. We also want to say good morning to our viewers on K5. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs> We're now broadcasting on K5 all morning long, so from 4.30 until 9 a.m. Right. First, though, let's get our first alert weather with uh, you guys over here. What's up, guys? Super Bowl, what'd you guys think about it? <laughs> Super fun. I know. Well, well let's ask Howard, because we know that he's the biggest fan. I know, so. Howard. <laughs> I was telling Steve before we came on the set that, that I wasn't watching it. I was working at my home office, but with the window open. And whenever I heard a cheer come through the window, <laughs> I would go online to see how the score had changed. <laughs> yeah, good gauge. Die hard. Yeah. yeah, or the commercial was good, or yeah. Rihanna was doing good. Yeah, cheers for all that. Anyway, that was a pretty good day today. And notice yesterday, we had some heavy downpours. Yeah. Still coming yeah. through, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. But that's what we expected. Now we're expecting even more rain this week. Here are your first alert weather headlines. So heads up, yeah, because uh, showery trade and weather expected for the rest of the week. There could be some heavy rainfall. We're talking with flooding potential for today. The flood potential is on the east end of the state. There's also a winter weather advisory for Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa. They get um, some uh, wet stuff, uh, which will translate into snow. And there's a high surf advisory for all east-facing shores from the strong winds. We got another big, juicy disturbance off to our northeast. It's going to be moving out towards the west and taking with it the threat for heavy rain. So the threat for heavy rain today is mostly on Hawaii Island and Maui County to some extent. Then as that disturbance moves over, we're going to see increasing showers for Oahu and Kauai starting tomorrow. But for today, look at all that rain coming into Punapohoa down the Hamakua coast. And again, flooding could occur. So heads up, if you live in a flood-prone area, take precautions. Now let's check on traffic. Lacey? Well, right now, guys, traffic is moving really smoothly here on the island of Oahu. We've been checking in with HPD. I just updated our flow map, but it's over on the island of Hawaii, specifically South Kona, where you can expect heavier traffic flow this morning. Overnight, we had a collision that knocked over a utility pole. I just spoke with HPD there, and they tell me Helco is still on scene, and they still have both lanes shut down, both directions of Highway 11 between Honanao School over to Middle Ka Road. This caused a very large power outage overnight and HPD tells me right now they're redirecting traffic off the highway down middle KA road so anticipate some heavier traffic I'll let you know as soon as highway 11 there in South Kona is reopened I also have a look at your updated drive times here on Oahu coming up next for now Stephen Grace back over to you all right, thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. This morning, we're learning that a United Airlines flight that took off from Maui had a close call over the ocean. Yeah, it happened in mid-December, but it's only coming to light now. Our Casey Lennon is joining us from the Honolulu Airport to explain what happened on that flight. Casey. 
Good morning, guys. Still working to learn more from United Airlines as well as the FAA. But this incident was brought to light by several aviation industry websites uh, that recently reported this. Pretty wild uh, what we have learned so far. This was United Flight 1722. It took off on December 18th from Kahului, uh, heading to San Francisco, and then at one point uh, really took a deep dive. We want to talk a little bit about uh, what we've learned so far. We've got some information from Air Current. They reported uh, some publicly available information to determine that the aircraft climbed to 2,200 feet and then suddenly fail, and it fell fast at a descent rate of nearly 8,600 feet per minute. At one point, the plane came within about 800 feet of the ocean. The pilots had to pull up, leading to a climb with forces more than 2.7 times the force of gravity, meaning those passengers definitely felt that. Ultimately, the aircraft was able to recover and climb back up to cruising altitude and then continue on to California. Right now, it's unclear how and why this happened, but we do know that it did not trigger automatic reporting to the NTSB and FAA, and that's because that aircraft was not damaged and none of the passengers or crew were injured during this. However, the FAA tells us the flight crew reported this incident as part of a voluntary safety reporting program. We're also told the agency reviewed the incident and then took appropriate action. We're reaching out to learn exactly what that means. United did confirm just this morning, though, that the pilots got additional training after this happened, and that training is ongoing. Another interesting part of this story is that it happened the same day that that Hawaiian's, Hawaiian Airlines flight from Phoenix to Honolulu experienced severe turbulence. You may remember that resulted in 25 people being hurt, six of them seriously. In that instance, many passengers shared what they experienced, but so far we haven't heard from anybody that was on that United flight 1722, again, back on December 18th. We continue to cover this story. We've uh, got calls in to United. We did hear back from them this morning. But again, a really dramatic incident uh, and, and, and kind of interesting that we haven't seen anything on social media. We'll keep you updated as we learn more right here on Sunrise and online at hawaiinewsnow.com. For now, we'll send things back into the studio. All right. Thanks, Casey. It's 505 right now. Questions are mounting about what is happening in the skies above the U.S. and Canada. At least four flying objects have been shut down by the U.S. military in eight days. While one is suspected of being a Chinese spy balloon, officials have not said what the others may be. Jared Hill is tracking the latest. The U.S. military shot down yet another unidentified flying object Sunday. That marks a total of four takedowns, starting with the Chinese spy balloon that was destroyed over a week ago off the coast of South Carolina. What's gone on the last, uh, you know, two weeks or so, 10 days, has been uh, nothing short of um, craziness. The latest above the Great Lakes region in Michigan. The Pentagon says it's likely the same object that caused airspace over Montana to be shut down on Saturday. That's also when Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau asked the U.S. to shoot a different unidentified object out of the sky. That one above the Yukon. It represented a reasonable threat to civilian aircraft. Uh, so I gave the order to take it down. In Alaska Friday, the U.S. took down an object that's said to be the size of a small bus. In the past, the U.S. just hasn't paid much attention to those balloons. But this Chinese balloon was, was a game changer. That one suspected of spying over nuclear sites taken down last weekend. But officials aren't sure or aren't saying where the others came from or what they were doing. A Department of Defense official says they've been more closely scrutinizing U.S. airspace in recent weeks, which might explain the increase in activity. 
Meanwhile, on Capitol Hill, lawmakers are considering tougher regulations to stop U.S. technology from getting in the hands of the Chinese military. Jared Hill, CBS News. Again, U.S. officials are still trying to identify the three most recent objects that were brought down from the sky. They say those three were much smaller, looked different, and flew at lower altitudes than the suspected Chinese spy balloon. In other news, beams of green light spotted above Mauna Kea late last month likely came from a Chinese satellite. These shots were taken on January 28th by the Subaru Telescope, which is a Japanese-operated telescope on the summit of Mauna Kea. Japanese astronomers initially thought those green lights were from a NASA satellite, but now they believe that it's actually a Chinese satellite that monitors pollutants and greenhouse gases. New this morning, the Philippine Coast Guard says one of its vessels was hit by a military-grade laser by the Chinese Coast Guard. Filipino officials say this happened last week Monday in the disputed South China Sea. The Philippine Coast Guard says the laser temporarily blinded some of its crew and also accused the Chinese ship of coming within 500 feet to block its path. A new TSA checkpoint in Terminal 1 of the Daniel K. Inouye International Airport opens next Saturday. So it's going to be four lanes. It'll be located on the Mackay End in Lobby 3. A blessing for the new checkpoint will be held Friday morning at 9 a.m. The old terminal checkpoint will be decommissioned after the morning shift today. The TSA pre-check area has now been relocated to the future site of the new checkpoint. 509 right down. The new Hawaiian pilots contract will provide an economic boost to Hawaii. Morning, Howard. Good morning. As you heard on Friday, the pilots approved a four-year contract that jumps the average pay a third, with half the increase hitting March 2nd as soon as the contract is signed. Hundreds of Hawaiian pilots are based in Hawaii, where they spend their six-figure wages in the island economy. Having an airline headquartered here also means office staff based locally, not in Chicago or Atlanta or Dallas. Hawaiian has almost 7,000 employees. It is still negotiating with its flight attendants. Jap Japanese visitor traffic recovered slightly last week, topping 1,000 again each day from Tuesday on. The tally topped 1,300 on Friday. The currency exchange rate isn't helping, though. The yen weakened again and is back to trading at 131 to the dollar. The Australian dollar is at 144 this morning, Canadian dollar 134. The state Senate Labor Committee, whose kuleana also includes health issues, has a hearing today on Hawaii's nursing shortage. The Hawaii Nurses Association is preparing testimony in support of Senate Bill 1580, which would set a minimum staff-to-patient ratio and require meal breaks for caregivers. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow is up about 200 points. All right, thanks, Howard. All right, so we got several parking lots at Oahu Parks that are going to be repaved. A Sing Community Parks lot is scheduled to be closed this whole week. The city warns that the Neil Blaisdell Park lot, that's going to need a three-week closure in March. Other parks slated for work include Ulehava Beach Park, Waimanalo Beach Park, and Pupukea Beach Park. In total, repaving will happen at 20 park and garden locations across the island. The popularity of lab-grown diamonds is growing. Yeah, we're going to tell you why they're preferred over natural ones. And are you looking for some land of your own or for your Valentine? How about this place called the Island of Love? I'm going to tell you where it is and how much it is. Coming up next. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah. That's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Now.
First Alert Weather with Guy Hugg. We got another big juicy disturbance uh, just off to the northeast of the Big Island. And because it's closest to the east end of the state, the threat for the heavy rain, the thunderstorms is highest there. They had some thunderstorms earlier out towards Puna and Pahor uh, this morning, and they have since backed off. But still, that's a lot of rain out there. And it's also going to move up to the northwest. And that means the threat for heavy rainfall and thunderstorms moves on towards uh, Maui, uh, Oahu, and Kauai by tomorrow. And it's going to linger around. The weather weather is expected to linger around for the rest of the week, maybe even into the weekend. So this morning, spotty heavy downpours in the Puna, Pohoa, Hilo area, stretching down towards Honoka'a. The Kona side got a lot of rain yesterday. There was a flood advisory for north and south Kona uh, early in the evening. And you can see some spotty downpours along the Hana Highway. The rest of Maui County drive for now. And here in Oahu, a few spotty windward showers in Kauai out of reach. But no matter where you are, get ready for a wet week. Now let's check on traffic. Lacey? It should be a better commute over in Pearl City today, Guy. We had a water main break that shut down a portion of Waimano Home Row between Luehu Street and Ho'omalu. Just got the update from the Board of Water Supply. Uh, overnight, they have reopened all lanes there on Waimano Home Row. So a better commute in Pearl City. As you look at the flow map, things are looking pretty good as well. We've got a green flow map up. Major routes are moving smoothly as you head toward downtown Honolulu. If you're heading in that direction, here's a look at your updated drive times about 30 minutes from Mililani, a 30 minute commute out of Makakilo and a 20 minute drive out of East Honolulu and Hawaii Kai. Coming up next, got some road work happening that'll impact that drive in from Windward Oahu. I'll have the details for you in just a few minutes. For now, Stephen Grace, back over to you. Uh, thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. It's no surprise Valentine's Day is one of the most popular times of year for the diamond industry. But a lot of shoppers are now turning to lab-grown stones rather than the natural ones. Nancy Chen has more. <laughs> when Eric Nelson proposed to Brittany Drygus, the hardest material on earth had become a little easier to buy. Did you always want to seek out a lab-grown diamond? Frankly, I didn't know what a lab-grown diamond was until a few months before we went shopping for a ring. Demand for lab-grown diamonds has spiked the past few years, driven primarily by younger buyers, attracted to their affordability, sustainability, and traceability. I was turned off just by knowing how some uh, mine diamonds are sourced. So if it wasn't for being a lab-grown diamond, you perhaps would not have gotten a diamond engagement ring. Yeah, I'd probably just get a band. The diamonds can cost up to 50% less. This is where you grow diamonds. Yes, this is our state-of-the-art production facility. Jonathan Levine-Miles is an executive at WD Diamonds, a pioneer in the lab-grown diamond industry. You're saying these are very much real diamonds. Yes, correct. I can attest to that, having made them myself. <laughs> the jewels develop in this top-secret lab just outside D.C. from paper-thin slices of a diamond blasted with gases and microwaves. And Levine Miles says the results are the same as natural diamonds. Lab-grown diamonds are chemically, physically, optically the same as mine diamonds. It's a process that Levine Miles says consumes less energy than mining. These are actually trapezoids. Nelson and Dragas are now married and looking forward to a future together. What does this ring symbolize? It symbolizes us, our relationship, our commitment to one another. And there's a certain ring to that. Nancy Chen, CBS News, New York. 
Are you looking for a one-in-a-million Valentine's Day gift? Yes. Well, part of a popular heart-shaped <laughs> island in Croatia is up for sale because we've got that kind of money. Uh, it's been nicknamed the Island of Love. Officials say there are no hotels, no villas, or restaurants there, but tourists visit every year, including celebrities. About one-third of the island is on the market. The price tag nearly four. $14 million. Ah, yeah, I'll take so, it So, you know. <laughs> All right, so speaking of which, we are celebrating Valentine's Day with our Sweetest Sweethearts contest. Our fourth winning couple is Jacinto and Andrea. Andrea says that finding someone to share a lifetime of love and laughter with is not always easy. That's why I am so thankful and blessed to have him in this lifetime and everyone after. Mm. These sweethearts win a Big Island Candies Valentine's Day gift bag and a 14K pendant from Royal Hawaiian Heritage Jewelry. So head to our Hawaii News Now Facebook page to nominate a couple or tell us about your own special someone. You can win some amazing prizes. How's it, Art? 517, it's a new week on Sunrise on KGMB and KHNL and HawaiiNewsNow.com. Still ahead, Healthcare on Wheels. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.